Is this the podcast? Call Barbara Walters. It's 2020. I will never. Is this the podcast? Yep. Wait. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's not. It's not the podcast. No. 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 We haven't started. He hasn't said hello and welcome to No Refunds. My name is Dwight, and joining me this week are. And then, and then say, you guys we fuck say, everything we up. We say things that make him upset uh, <laughs> every time. And then, is this it, the podcast now? I no, don't know. Not yet. Has Dwight said those things yet? Does Dwight know. refer to himself in the third person? Now? No. Well, that was. Does Tiffany refer to herself in the third person? Tiffany does. Okay. Tiffany is cold. So does Alex. <laughs> Five, four, three. Is this the podcast? Hello and welcome to No Refunds. I don't remember how to do this. Uh, my name is Dwight and joining me on this inaugural episode is <laughs> Alex and Tiffany. And welcome to episode zero of No Refunds. We are trying out this podcasting thing. We thought we would give it a shot. Um, we're all pretty new to this. Do you think people will like stop the episode because they think they played the wrong one? No, because I think <laughs> I, if, if we actually go back in time and listen to our first episode, we're just like... Hi, my Whoa. name. My name's Dwight. Yeah. Boo-doo, boo-doo. We're just like, yeah, it's gonna oh, be yeah. a different. Boo-doo, should we, should we use the original <laughs> song for this one? Boo-doo, no, no. Okay. Well, it's been like a hot second since we've done a podcast. I yeah. believe the last time we recorded was in June. Was the movie draft? No, we recorded no. a couple after the movie draft. We didn't record more than one. I think it was only one. I don't remember. Alex? Pull it up. We definitely record uh, podcasts from time to time. Yeah, but it's been forever. So it was uh, a summer. Um, <laughs> we were all very busy, and it yeah. was we were, had, had a very hard time connecting all our schedules. There was a point where we were all <gasps> in this house. Oh, that's what it was. We were yeah. all in this house. We had watched something together, or we, were, we, we had something that we were going to talk about, and we went out to dinner. And we ate dinner at the 99. We got tips and tenders. And it was a beautiful, lovely little meal. And we all ate our fill. And we were happy and content and full. And then the waitress came up and said, Hello, good patrons. Would any of you like dessert? And I, Dwight, the host of this podcast, politely said, No, thank you. I am all set. And then Tiffany and Alex sat back and went, We mock on the ice cream cake. That's good because there, there's a Java, Java impression in a movie we're going to talk about. There is. My defense, I ran 10 miles that day. Right, 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 right. I was very hungry. T- Tiffany, okay, to to make a real version of the story that Dwight's telling. It was very real um, up until the point when I did the Java impression. Oh, uh, no, I actually that was pretty that. real. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that, was, the, there that was, was pretty accurate. No, there was no Java impression. <laughs> Tiffany made this face that, like, she, she wanted ice cream or uh, dessert, but also didn't didn't at the same yeah, time yeah so she went she did I that like it but i wanted she it. did that u- usual like eh, and i was like yeah let's get something and we'll split it and then when i said that she was like yeah let's do that <laughs> sold and then we got a lot 
and oh then Tiffany died. I ate so much food. I came home and I'm like, I need to lay down. I'm going to die. And then I fell asleep. Well, Shoot. yeah, it was one of those things where it was like, she, you lay down and you're like, when you get up, like take an yeah. hour and when you're ready, yeah. we'll go. Yeah. And then three hours passed and Alex and I up. played video games. Yeah, we, we played Tetris 99 for yep. three so hours. Hard. And eventually I was like, are we going to record a card? record a podcast and you were like oh let me go check if tiffany still wants to and you come back and you go she's asleep <laughs> we're just not we had set, set everything up and alex yep. and i were going to do one or no we, we, we thought about it and alex specifically said no i don't want to do one without tiffany because i feel like we had important things to say right do right. you remember even what we were going to talk about on that um, episode i remember she wanted to talk about uh brotherhood full metal yeah. brotherhood okay. Um, we hadn't finished it yet and we had something else that we all wanted to talk about all of us had seen a movie or had i can't remember what it was but wasn't important no exactly it was important at the time we should have done our own just you and me well alex doesn't like doing podcasts fuck me right alex has this thing where he like he streams every day now so he just he gets all of his thoughts out every day i don't stream every day he streams three times a week so he gets all of his important pop culture thoughts out then and he reserves nothing for us here that's, he, that's very toxic. It is toxic. Um, it's very <laughs> uh, rude, and it makes me think that we shouldn't do a podcast anymore. All right, podcast over. Podcast. Um, it was over. a good podcast. Bye. Thanks for listening to No Refunds. Um, this is the last episode. I would just like to say that I hate everyone in this room. What episode is this? 40, 48. Eight. We're two away from 50. Wait. But is you is it technically forty nine because you had to oh have episode Christ. zero? Yes, it technically is forty nine. I want to have an episode zero. That made sense in the moment. Um, <laughs> it did because we didn't know if we were going to keep on doing it. I don't have to defend myself every it's, time this comes it's up. It's Dwight's biggest regret. It really is. It's definitely one of my <laughs> biggest because... regrets. No, but this is also technically this is episode fifty because we have a lost episode. Oh yeah, we oh, do. We do. Boo. Well, I'm glad we did something special for our fiftieth recording. No, but for the 50th, we should do something. We should do another. We were going to do a top five. Uh, was it TV shows? Uh, it was either TV shows or, or we, albums. We did do TV shows was what we talked about. Is what we're going to do next. So in two episodes, look forward to that. That'll probably come out next year. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. No. Fall. I, I, I do want to do um, the recap. Uh, so oh, I, yeah. I still want to do that. Like that's not going to not happen. Well, we got to make sure the the draft recap isn't our fiftieth episode. <laughs> yes, we will have to be aware of that. Or just it'll probably be our next one. Yeah, I I wanted to get one with just us under yeah. our belt before we actually. We are just us. Yeah. Yes, this is a what, what do we say? Uh, what do I say every time? Even though it's almost it's a back to basics episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though nothing's like changed. Ninety percent of the episodes are, <laughs> are back, back to, to basics. basics. <laughs> It's usually after like a string where we have like three or four episodes with a bunch of guests, right? Which we do from time to time, or one of us is gone, right? You and I didn't do a solo one this summer. We, we did, did one not. last year. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, we did a Captain Marvel one though. That was was that this year? Yeah, that was in February, right? March. March. I don't know. But we still, yeah. I mean, we had still done one this year. So I replaced my um. The joystick in my original N64 controller. It was oh, very yeah? easy to do, and Alex is currently playing with the old one. He's playing with my joystick. That thing sucks, doesn't your, it? Your joystick is quite loose. It is very loose and floppy, and you would like tilt it to the side, and it would go bloop. Oh, Accurate. N64 you controllers. That's why I replaced it. But even though we're just recording our first episode of the summer, we've seen each other a lot this summer. 
Have we? Oh my god, technically this is our first episode of the summer. That's so no. no, it's not. We definitely had one in like late we, June. We recorded Did we when did we record movie draft? It would have had to have been before Movie Draft was in May. Movie yeah, draft but that's, was in May. That we haven't and we, recorded one, we have we? We recorded two episodes in June. Did we? Yeah, we released oh, two okay. episodes in June. Tiffany and Alex yell loudly. That which is when we right. talked about Game of Thrones and, 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 and game. Yeah. And then we don't read the same. That was the one where Peter we we answered Peter's question. Oh yes, and I decided I I found out that we all don't read things the same way. Uh, uh yes, yeah, and, and that was when we um, that was and, the day before my twenty four hour stream, and that was also the day before our giant fight where we stopped talking to each other for the entirety of the summer. No, and that's why we're that back. That just seems the summer seems like June seems so long ago. Well, this summer flew by. I was in a new job, um, which is awesome and i love it and it's been so much fun tiffany you uh, i took a class this summer you started doing grad school yep and uh, marathon so training you're, so like i'm i have a new job you're bettering your life wow i went wow. and visited uh cory in new jersey first off Corey we say cowie cowie wherever he lives doesn't he smell real bad though uh he doesn't smell um he doesn't That's just smell New bad Jersey. he does have a he has an odor but i think it okay. is um it is nice a nice musk i think it's a musk yes Ooh, it is a uh, pleasant it is pleasant um and i like him so and everyone has shut off this episode this <laughs> <laughs> we're just rambling we're, we're weeding out the the bads so tiffany what have you been up to <laughs> wow why do i even host this wow. podcast so tiffany yeah I'm sure... Wait, why am I going first? I'm sure everyone that listens to the podcast is waiting with bated breath to know if you've finished Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Do they know we started it? Yes. We've talked about it. 100%. We have uh, 100... Brian has asked me like three or four times specifically. He's been like, has Tiffany finished Full Metal Alchemist? Do you know if she liked it? Like what? And I'm like, yeah, we'll talk about it on the podcast. But but we don't do a podcast. I think he actually asked me the day before we were going to record another one. And I'm like, I know they finished and we're going to talk about it on the episode. And then we didn't record one. <laughs> I remember that. See, I don't remember what I said the first time. Uh, it was so long ago. So I don't remember where we, we were. You guys, I, I just shut down because I didn't have anything to contribute. <laughs> um, That's fair. That's a rare occurrence. You two talked about um, how much you like the world yep. that, that it takes place okay. in and it's how um, little blonde haired kid was yep. like really cool. But big armor man was even better and an awesome guy. That's uh, true. I, 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 I couldn't I, tell you characters names. So I, I, I believe we were right before they went north to the wall. Oh, my God. We, had, we hadn't even gotten to. We definitely hadn't oh gotten to Briggs. Okay. So that's where we left off. Uh, guys, I like anime now. Wait, I shouldn't say that because I don't want like weird anime <laughs> suggestions. Uh, anime is hentai. cool. No, oh my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> you imagine I just get super into tentacle porn? Have I ever told you about Ooh. the time I accidentally downloaded hentai? <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. This is a great story. Can that be the title of the episode? <laughs> the time I accidentally downloaded hentai? So... In college, um, I got really into this show, Naruto, which is properly called Naruto. Right, I right, didn't right. know that. We call it Naruto. We do. We call and it Boruto. We say <laughs> boring Ruto. No, so I was, um, it wasn't available in 
uh, English yet. It had not come out in America. So and I was also don't forget this is when like a lot of that stuff didn't exist, like streaming platforms and exactly. Like yeah, that. this like is like Crunchyroll. It's pre Crunchyroll. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember when Crunchyroll came out because um, my friend Jeff was like really into it. Like right. he was very excited that there was a more a legal way to get it now. Um, but so I was downloading things off of, I don't remember if it was Kazaa or LimeWire. Lime it was one of those Bear things. Bearshare. Yeah, Bearshare. Nice. It yeah. definitely wasn't Bearshare. I've never, I've never heard was, of that until this moment. It's awesome. It was something yeah, like that. Yeah. So, like I a, was, yeah. so I was downloading things, and uh, I don't know if anybody out there has ever downloaded anything illegally. Um, it's nope. been many years since I have. But so the way that it works is you're just getting random files from people, and you don't really know what you're downloading. You're just downloading something with a name. So I was downloading episodes of Naruto, and I go to watch one of the newest ones. Yay, this is great. It's out. Uh, let's let's go check it out. And it, it starts, and I was like, this is not Naruto. <laughs> and it was this show called Bible Black, Solid. which is like a witchcraft weird hentai thing yep. and i watched it for like 45 seconds and i was like this is fucked up and then i skipped through it because at that point it got funny because right. like, what is going on i showed tiffany yeah, it, was it was hysterical hysterical yeah that was uh and then you, a little bit traumatizing that's when you became a hentai fan oh massive massive tentacles full life just kidding that's a joke for anyone who doesn't understand humor I don't understand humor. I realize. So anyways, <laughs> Tiffany, um, you're a big anime girl. Well, now. so it's it's really interesting because so we've watched Full Metal, Alchemist, Brotherhood, not the original. Mm -hmm. uh, it was real good. I'm real into it. Um, but now I'm like, OK, what, what should I watch next? And a lot of people are like, well, Brotherhood's kind of like one of the best ones out there. So I'm like, OK, well, what do I watch now? Because if nothing's going to be as good as that, mm -hmm. then I don't want to bother. Well, what did you like about Brotherhood? Like, what, um, what oh made you God. think that this anime thing is actually pretty good? Um, well, I think I already talked about it last time, but the characters are really great. Yes. Um, it starts out really fast. So I think we had a hard time following it at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then eventually the things come back and characters come back and the story starts taking its time within reason. Cause it's a 23 minute or whatever, how long the episodes are. Uh -huh. Um, but then it starts feeling more feeling like it's building towards something like at the beginning, it's almost episodic, even though it's not, but it has that like really quick, you know, and then you start getting into this. And I, I guess this is a thing cause we were watching that, that, um, Who's that guy on YouTube that does the quick videos? Steve. Um, Dunky? Not Dunky. The quick videos. The guy who's like, oh, and the evil Iron Man. Oh, oh, um, Pro ZD. Yeah, yeah, but he did that. Uh, I'm, I'm talking in circles. I have no idea what I'm saying. No, you're not. It, Everything you're saying is I'm okay, okay. you. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, but it was like, apparently this is a thing in anime where there's like cliffhangers. Oh, yeah. constantly. Um, yeah. So I'm so new to it, but yeah. Full Metal started having every episode would have some sort of cliffhanger ending and I'm like, what happens next? Like oh, it would yeah. lead directly into the, like uh, the story would like, be continuing through yeah, the episodes yeah. as opposed to like, yeah, yeah. we're on the train now going on to our next right. adventure like, at the end but, of this episode. But it would be like Dragon Ball Z where it's like, the announcer comes over, will will Goku <laughs> be able to defeat? Or, and oh man, you just brought me back. <laughs> but like the music, the end credits music starts playing and I'm like, wait, no, it's over. Oh my God. Oh my God. So what's happening? 
the, the thing that I really learned yeah. while watching Full Metal Alchemist, and I honestly haven't watched that much anime in my life, but if the end credits theme song starts <laughs> playing like two minutes before the episode actually ends, mm-hmm. that ending is going to be a banger. Yep. Like if yeah. those are the times. Yeah. That I, oh, I, yeah. I'm watching another show right now called High Score Girl, mm-hmm. um, and that happened at one of like the last couple episodes, and you, it like just you get really emotional when oh, that yeah. shit happens. It's so cool. Wh- whenever any of the theme like even opening or closing theme plays during the episode yeah. You, yeah. You, you're just like oh shit this is re- this yeah. is a, this is real yeah <sighs> yeah so but good. like i feel like weirdly removed from it now because i'm not remembering like specific plot lines and moments and things but they're like and i don't want to i know it's like a 20 year old anime but i also don't want to be like oh and do you guys remember when this happened like i don't want to i understand um spoil it i, I, think I a, guess a, i think a good indication of how much you like this show is the show ended and you have been immediately looking for like merchandise and like shirts i've been and stickers thinking about and, it constantly not constantly that we, sounds we got weird. the funko pops like there's something that like it's become a part of of just the fandoms that yeah. Tiffany enjoys. And so it's like, this is now part of your circle. And I like, you lit- can understand the memes, you can get the jokes, you, you're buying the manga. Like you no, bought I bought, um, it was a compilation of all, apparently in all the mangas and the DVD releases, they put little comics in there. Ooh. So I bought a collection of all of the little four panel comics and they're fucking hilarious. So since you're now a big anime yeah. girl, uh, where does... Uh, brotherhood rank in all your favorite anime uh <laughs> it's the top yeah yeah what's the bottom um nothing else that, can that, i count avatar as a as an anime i would I, it, I, it's I, definitely it's, anime it's inspired. anime inspired yep. and i thought that was my gateway okay. that was yep. my gateway <laughs> well, and now i watch full metal and i'm like if it's not like full metal then i don't want to watch it or I, if it's not like avatar i don't want to watch it mm-hmm. So I think was, I've picked a very specific style of anime. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Full Metal had some really good like r- reveal moments mm-hmm. where we were watching oh on the couch God. and we were both just like, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. What is going on? Can we just on? spoil it because it's a 20-year-old anime? Well, it's, it's I, like I, a 10-year-old I, anime. I like the, her turn. She's like, yeah. Yeah. she's like, yeah, I don't really want to. Yeah, can we spoil it? Okay, well, no. Um, so spoilers for uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, if you haven't Alchemist. watched it. It's okay. <laughs> going from here on, going forward. Um, skip so- ahead to this time here. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Well, Whatever. I'll, I'll put something in the description. Um, <laughs> it's so cheesy because, so like, literally, it, no. Sorry, but I've been going. Like, I went to this little store, this little nerd store, and I like they sell like anime stuff. I'm like, do you have any Full Metal Alchemist stuff? And I'm like, I realize I'm like 15 years too late to this game. And he's like, yeah. Um, well, Brotherhood's relatively new. It I'm was not like really giving spoilers. Just friggin' Hohenheim, man. Hohenheim. Hohenheim, man. That's all you gotta say is Hohenheim. Hohenheim. Yeah, man. Hohenheim. So so Hohenheim is this character who, at the beginning, they they don't position him, sorry, they don't position him to be a bad guy, but you don't know where he's going to fall, and he kind of, he seems shady, and then at some point you find out like his backstory and it it does an anime thing where like it has like two episodes of like just flashbacks about Mm -hmm. him, and you're just learning about his past, and you're like, holy shit, this guy is awesome awesome and then he does like some really cool stuff later yep. he's actually the father of the main two characters so but he's not oh. even a human he's a homunculus is it is he the big what jack the guy with the jerk no that's alex armstrong that's uh, alex I louise no armstrong i have no idea who anyone is do you know who alex louise armstrong is voiced by um steve 
No. You're actually close uh, to Christopher Sabat. Oh. You know that name. Yeah. I don't it's know Piccolo and Pi- Vegeta. Oh. Uh, Vegeta. And oh. from Dragon from Pi- Ball. Yes. Um, I lost Who's your favorite name. character? Is it Alphonse? I don't know. I go back and forth. Um, is it, uh, why can't I think of her name? Armstrong. When, oh, um, Victoria. It's Olivier. Olivier. I was like, what is her fucking name? Um, my favorite character is. I wouldn't say she's my favorite character. The, no, one, no, the one that appears in that, just the one episode. Um, I think, I think they're, they're one-off characters or their strongest. You uh, know. The strongest characters. There in the were show. no one-off characters in this show. I really... Every every character, even if at first you're like, yeah, who the fuck is this person? And then everybody came back, and I I loved everybody. Freaking freaking Lane Ling. Ling. And, um, yeah, I thought I hated Ling when he Lan first showed Fon up. and like not fun. Not fun. Not a fan of either of them. You know, that's fair. That's fair. This is not a very good analysis. It was good. I liked it. It's been um, a little while. Like we're removed from it. We're super far right, removed right, from yeah. it. Your your thoughts on it were positive, though. You really overwhelmingly liked it. positive. Yeah. So throw your anime recon- recommendations at me, but only if they are like Avatar or if they're like Full Metal. Well, um, okay. There's two places we can go from here. So take your pick. Uh, you have also watched the Full Metal Alchemist movie, <laughs> or the your love oh. your your new love of anime has actually you we've been watching anime movies oh my late, god recently. yes because we watched spirited away and some other things we watched spirited um, away we watched uh perfect blue we yeah. watched so, millennium actress so, with alex um dwight and i we talked about it on the podcast but last we went, year right? yep. so last year we went to see perfect blue in theaters and because it was the like 15th anniversary or some, some 20th shit. I think 20th anniversary I don't remember math definitely 20 we're not talking about the full metal movie N- do you want to no, talk about I the don't. full metal movie okay um, good it was ter- terrible so, it was terrible so <laughs> don't watch it I saw that Millennium Actress was coming to theaters directed by Satoshi Khan, the same director so I invited Dwight and after I had bought our tickets I was like wait Tiffany's kind of getting into anime should we invite her so Dwight asked Tiffany, and she was like, "Yeah, let's go." And, and she was I, for it. It was like, "Okay, this is happening." So the three of us went to see. Was that was that like your first like real anime movie? Yep. That you'd yep. seen some Studio Ghibli before. I've only no. seen Ponyo. Okay, so and I hated it. You'd seen Ponyo and like hated years it years ago. So Millennium Actress. I'm not going to make you summarize. Don't it. make me summarize it, so please. Millennium Actress is a Satoshi Kon movie from 2003. I thought it was like 2000. 2000. 2000. It's early, or very early 2000s. Yes. That's um, the episode of this name of this episode. We watch things from the early 2000s. Um, <laughs> it's about an actress. Yeah, it's in the title. <laughs> well done. We it's are about, so. It's terrible. about an actress and. Um, She's kind of a um, a hermit at the at the late at a late stage in her life, and a director comes to her wanting to film a documentary about her life and interview her, and he's and she says okay, and so he goes to her house, and it's about it's about the documentary, but it's about so much more than yeah. that, and it's basically told through all these stories that you see through her film career and how she she came to be but it's it's a weird mix of reality and non-reality and it's it's very satoshi khan mm-hmm. uh, if you've seen any of his movies you would know that it's very him it's weird as fuck um 
So this, <laughs> I thought this was actually a pretty good movie for Tiffany to see for the first one because it's one of his lighter movies in terms of just. I, I mean, I think Tokyo Godfathers is probably the lightest, but I, or I, easiest entry point. But like, Paprika, Perfect Blue, are a little outside of her wheelhouse, especially Pe- mm-hmm. uh, Perfect Blue, which is horror, which I and, made her watch, and I don't think really fe- feels. But Millennium we'll Actress about that. feels right for her because it's grounded in reality. Oh. Mm-hmm. Eh. Grounded in reality, uh, quote unquote. Well, the main story is right, definitely grounded right. in reality. And um, then it gets, it's not fantastical, but it right. blurs the lines uh, of fiction and reality. It, it's like a memory and, and it's, it's perfect. And it's uh, fucking gorgeous. Yep. So, Tiffany. Yeah. What do you think of this this movie that we forced you to watch and eat popcorn through? Oh, my God. I ate popcorn out of a paper box. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. A box. Not a paper box, but like a cardboard, a cardboard box. box. <laughs> like a paper box. I ate it out of a cardboard box. That was so great. Um, I think I liked this more than you guys did. Oh, I, I think I, it's, I think it's amazing. But I fucking <laughs> yeah. loved it, and like I was talking to Dwight about it for like days after. Definitely. I was like, oh my god, I liked it because so when I think of anime and anime films and that type of stuff, I it all feels very I don't want to say cheesy, but it all has that kind of like cheesy silly kind of vibe to it mm-hmm. so now as i'm watching things like i know avatar is not really anime but avatar and full metal and some of these other things so we watch spirited away and i'm realizing that there's a lot of focus on story and oh, characters yeah. and that's something i hadn't thought of mm-hmm. so that's new something i'm you know experiencing. you're learning about it yeah but like millennium actress was so great because it was one about had that filmmaking kind of it was about hollywood not Hollywood, but, you know, like... The movie-making crap. Whatever the equivalent of Hollywood in Japan would be. Japanese Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Japollywood, I think Jap- they Jap- yeah. it's Wow. Like a, it's like America's Got Talent. It's like Britain. Bollywood. It's, um... Jollywood. You missed my joke. <laughs> I, I heard it. It's like America's Got Talent in Britain. <laughs> that's mean. What you, to my mom. What do you but call that? But that's, how, that's that? how you describe it. It's like a... It's not... Yep. You wouldn't like we wouldn't. Japan's film industry is, I yeah. believe, yeah. how you would call it. That, but. That, that is that is. You know what? It took us a while to get there, but we got. There. I won't lie. I'm only thinking about chicken tenders right now. So. <laughs> oh my god, my brain is just like, hey, um, we're going to get chicken tenders later, guys. Ladies. But. Did you just say ladies? No, First of all, like they can hear us in real time. Like, guys, guys, it's like we're streaming. Guys, we're going against chicken tenders like right now. Is that how streaming works? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They awesome. can hear us live. That's, that's great. As long as your mic isn't muted. Have you done that? Yesterday. For how long? Half of my stream. Half of my 10 hour stream. And no one told you? Nobody was watching. <laughs> But I said, I'm, we're going to get chicken tenders later. Laters? <laughs> laters. Uh, wait, did you in your stream, sorry to sidetrack, but like, did you refer to things that happened like four hours previous? And you're like, yeah, wasn't that so funny when that happened like four hours ago? But no one knew because your mic was muted. No. Okay. Like, you're, I refer to things in real time. So. Like going to get chicken tenders later. Yeah. So, I, so I would be like, oh, Lates. man, I can't wait to eat this sandwich that I have in my hands. But nobody can hear me because it's muted. Or can nobody hear you because nobody's there? 
Ooh, that's what it, he just said. If a tree well, falls in the forest, does it make a sound? Right. Yes. If, if a does. streamer's streaming to no one, can anybody really hear him? Ask me last night. Actually, I was streaming to Billy. Yeah. Thank you, Billy. Billy, 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 um, Billy. So you were saying about <laughs> anyway. the Japanese film industry. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, I wanna do a little side, an aside here. So uh, an aside. <laughs> <laughs> that would, that would mean that we've been like oh, not, non topic. An additional aside, an aside, a detour from the detour. Oh, okay. I have been so part of my job is teaching podcasting and audio and stuff like that, and I'm doing a directed study this semester where I'm helping make like a podcasting guide for the campus. Mm-hmm. Nice and. I go, oh, I have a podcast. And literally people are like, oh, it's your podcast. And I'm like, please don't listen to it. Like, so I hope that if somebody listens, this isn't their first I, I, episode. Yeah, I want them to listen to this episode. Like, Same. this is, that was my aside. Like, I'm supposed to be teaching this stuff. This is I'm the like, gold standard for podcasting. Um, yeah, so Millennium Actress. <laughs> but I like the theming. It's about the Japanese film industry, not Hollywood. Um, so that already, I'm already in because right. I love that stuff. Yep. Um, and the animation is beautiful. Yep. I like, there were different like stills and I'm like, Oh, I want this as a poster. Like this is so fucking beautiful. And I love story yep. and I love characters and like this, this, it's this weird story that kind of like, so it's about this. Did you already talk about she's trying to, she's basically no. talking about her, her, the, the boy she meets when oh. she's young right. And how they had this, like, I don't know if he was some, like, fugitive or some something happened and she met this this guy who was an right. artist. He stole a or painting he stole that a he, painting wanted, to, or he wanted to add to. He was a part of some revolution. He, right, yeah, right, there was then. something going you, you on. You figure that out later. Yeah. But. yeah. Um, but the he's from some other other place. And, you know, she basically, as a teen, like, devotes her life to trying to find this person that she, like, right. met randomly which sounds like okay that's a little bit crazy but like you realize throughout the course of the movie that everything that she has done in her filmmaking career has been in search of this one guy that she doesn't even know you know there's a point in the movie where she's like i don't even remember what he looks like like i don't even i don't Mm -hmm. even know who he is i don't even think she knows his name it's just some it's steve (laughs) that's wrong but it's just that's, this, that's, that's, it's that's just this thing that she's been chasing for her entire life. And then, am I doing spoilers? Does no, it matter? That's fine. I mean, it's, it's a 20-year-old I know. movie. Yeah. Everything then 20 years ago. She gets to the end of her life, you know, because there's stuff that happens in the movie. And it's kind of like she realizes that it's just the journey. Like, the searching yeah. for this person was the thing that kept her going and if she didn't have that she probably wouldn't have made the choices that she made right the so message like, is beautiful the message is beautiful even take a take away the fact that it's like oh i chased a boy because that's not what it is it's just like you're in pursuit of that thing and like right. i think if she got that thing no matter what that thing was her life wouldn't have been as satisfying right, right. i'm gonna go with it's the boy is a metaphor yeah a is, yeah is what yeah it comes down yeah to. yeah and it was just like I got to the end and I'm like, oh my God, this is beautiful and a magical. And I just, I loved all of it. Yeah. It was really good. I mean, it was beautiful. Uh, like, I think the thing for me about the movie and pretty, I think all of Satoshi Khan's movies are animated by Madhouse. Yes. Yep, and they all are. Madhouse is 
such a great animation studio. Like everything they do is just gorgeous. They did One Punch Man. They did the first. They did the first, the first season, season of One Punch Man. Yeah. They animated all of uh, Hunter Hunter. 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 Um, um, they've done the, a bunch of stuff. Their their animation is just so gorgeous. And I've seen all of Satoshi Khan's movies on like my TV. Mm-hmm. But like last year, getting to see Perfect Blue, yeah. I was just like, holy shit, this is amazing. And then getting to see Millennium Actress, which is mm-hmm. it came later in his career, and it it's relatively well known for its scene transitions and oh like how god. seamless they are <laughs> and getting to see that like on the big screen i was just like oh my god this is amazing yep uh, there's a very good uh every frame of painting which yep. is a youtube channel um about satoshi Kon in general mm-hmm. and uh, he talks a lot about the transitions and that and it was actually nice to watch it after the fact because it makes you appreciate you know the craft yep. that, that satoshi Kon put yep. into these things and um, I also like that a lot of Satoshi Kon's movies tend to deal with uh, duality yep. of some sort. Mm-hmm. And this one is all about, you know, your on-screen persona versus your real-life persona. Yes. Right. And it's awesome and yep. it's really good. And I, and I do love the um, – I like the idea of a blending of reality and memory because yep. there are times where she's talking about something that had happened in the past mm-hmm. and you're like – you're in a memory – and then as the memory is going on, either things start to like distort or they start mm-hmm. to get weird. Or then you cut and you find out you're actually in one of her movies. Right. You're not in a memory. Yep. You're in a movie. But this is her movie memory right. or her memory of making director it. director of the documentary is he becomes, a samurai. Yeah. What? what? Yeah. He becomes a character in it. So I love the idea of like... Even your own memories aren't things that are crystallized and they fade with time. They change with time. You rewrite them with time. You either remember them better or worse than they actually were. And it was it was a beautiful interpretation of that on the screen. I highly recommend this movie. Tiffany. I want to pin because that just triggered my... Um... <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha. Um... <laughs> So I don't know if everybody has watched. I know we have, but the listeners have watched Castle Rock. Yeah. But there's a really, really amazing episode of Castle Rock where um, Sissy Spacek. Yep. I I always forget her name every time. Well, I don't forget her name, but I'm like, is that the right? I almost said Sally Fields. (laughs) She would have done a good job as well. Yeah, she would have. Yeah. But. But. There's a really, really beautiful episode of of um, I almost called it Sissy Spacek. It's called (laughs) Castle Rock. Chicken tenders, late guys. <laughs> Chicken tenders, late. Where um, in Castle Rock, Sissy Spacek's character has some sort of dementia, um, and it gets worse over the, the course of the show. But there's one really great episode where she's she has this ch- these chess pieces, and she's like laying them out and trying because she keeps going back and forth and can't separate if she's in a memory or if she's in real time present Mm -hmm. and the the episode is edited beautifully to like you don't know if you're in in her memory you don't know if castle rock is real fake what's going on and it's just it reminded me of that type of thing where she's it was just a really really great look at dementia and and that type of thing and that's what millennium actress it made me think of that yeah Mm -hmm. it's like (laughs) i remember at one point during that episode i was just like does she have dementia or is she a time traveler no it really made me question that as well nobody knows i was like i was like i'm confused and i think that's the point and that's the point and And, that's and that's a millennium i I literally the movie ended and you you were like that made me think of 
And I was like, me too. (laughs) And I was like, what? And it was really well done. Because Dwight said, but. Yeah. Yeah. He has a nice one. He does. I call him my badonkadonk. Okay. And that's how we finish our conversation (laughs) about Millennium Actress. Uh, So thank you all for joining us. This has been another episode of No Refunds. Uh, We're not done. I know. I'm just kidding. But Millennium Actress. So Tiffany, is there, are you excited to continue your anime adventures going further or do you, do you, what's Tonight we're watching uh, Paprika. Yeah. We're, we're streaming this in real time. (laughs) Paprika. So. So we're going to watch that tonight. So I, I think we're, I like that we're doing what you did with anime. A lot of people consider Hayao Miyazaki and Satoshi Khan to be the two, (laughs) the two greatest directors in anime. So you'd like. You're just gonna burn yourself out on the best yep. stuff, and then just be like, "Nope, I don't want. I don't want to experience anything more." Everything and that's what I'm. I'm honestly worried about that because it's like you guys and like most of the world and people who like anime have all this experience, so you know, right. you you would like this, or you would like this, or you would like this. And then there's Brian who's like, "Watch this because it's fucking weird." Yeah. Um, but like, I'm afraid that once I kind of go through these things, then it's gonna be like everything else is gonna be. <laughs> Not as good, and I'm going to yeah. kind of be back to, like, oh, anime is stupid. Well, you have an advantage because when Alex and I, and I assume this yeah. is going to be similar for you, Alex, when, when we were cutting our, cutting our teeth, mm-hmm. air quotes, on anime, it was whatever was on Adult Swim yep. when we yep. were, you know, 8 to yep. 12 or yep. right, right. between those ages. Yeah. Uh, I was 12, Alex was 8. Um, so it was it was whatever <laughs> was... <laughs> well, we're definitely not four years apart. Three years. Yeah. Fine. Nine and 12. Okay. Um, I'm so like it, it, it's whatever was on TV. Yeah. So like we had to watch Dragon Ball. Awesome. Yep. We had to watch Inuyasha. Inuyasha was the other eh. one. We had Yu Yu Hakusho. I loved Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, up was... until the Dark Tournament, it's great. Fair. And then after that, it's shit. Was eh. Sailor Moon part of that for a little bit? Kinda. Mm-hmm. No, Sailor, no. Sailor Moon was never. Sailor Moon was on in the morning. I yeah. remember Maybe watching that's it. Maybe Sailor Moon was. was I, I don't know if this is a true statement, but it's like the first big anime in america that would make uh, because sense. it's like the late 80s yeah i think yeah. you're right um is when it came to america. i think it was one of the first mainstream right, ones that, that right. came to america because dragon um, ball was also big but dragon ball came a lot later than right. sailor moon i remember watching sailor moon <laughs> eating uh honeycomb cereal before going to school like in like fourth grade yeah, i was that, very that yeah, i was right. watching captain planet like a respectable human being Fair. same there's nothing, uh, there was nothing else on. It, it was like seven o'clock. Um, so, what were we talking about? Yeah, we, we were, were cutting so, our teeth on Inuyasha, so uh, Roroni Kenshin. Yeah. So, like, so what I'm trying to say is, we had to watch yeah. whatever was available to us. And so now you have these resources, Alex, myself, Brian, anyone else who's giving you people. stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. with like suggestions of all the really great stuff to watch. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wade through all the bullshit to get something nice. good. And Which I already awesome. kind of have an idea of stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm not going to bother with some of the like, like, like Dragon Ball Z is not for me. Like tournament fighting stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not or like for me. For even like uh, like fruits baskets. Something that's or... like slice of lifey is probably not for me. We, yeah. Then like, don't listen to anything that Brian likes. I know. I know. And that's probably <laughs> not for me. Not necessarily. I mean, I'd, I'd give things a shot, but yeah. I have to have. I have to have good characters. Like I, I, I if if I know you're playing, I don't know if you want to talk about Fire Emblem later, but. You've been playing no. Fire Emblem, and like I would watch the shit out of that anime. Same, um, it's so fucking good. Dimitri's my boy. Um, like I love that. I love the the drama and the character relationships. I don't want just like people being like, "Oh, today I'm gonna make a sandwich," or like <laughs> girls screaming at boys. Like that's 
not for me. I, I think, um, so I've actually recently been starting, like I just said, I was watching this show called High Score Girl, which is, it's a, it's a romance show. Yeah. Um, but the premise of the, this romance show is about this guy, this kid, who is obsessed with arcades, mm -hmm. and he meets a girl in the arcade who, it, like, kicks his ass at all the arcade games. Nice. And, like, so that's, like, the jumping off point. And then, like, it deviates and goes down different paths. But, yeah. like, the core of, like, arcade culture right. is really ingrained in the show. And I'm like, I love this because, mm -hmm. like, they're super accurate on the, the names of the moves, what right. they're doing, like, yeah. yep. what yep. a good strategy is. And, like, it's that type of nerdiness level that, like, keeps me engaged through all the other stuff. And now, like, I'm... 13 episodes into it and I've been tricked and I'm like I love all these characters yep. now and I'm like and <laughs> that that was tricked. and that was like the show where, where uh the uh, the theme starts playing like two minutes before the episode yep. ends and I'm like, oh my God, I'm feeling something about a arcade fighting anime. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm feeling things. Yeah, I do you remember feelings? I don't what are um, feelings? <laughs> I don't know that I'm capable of feeling. You're capable of feeling rage. Yeah. I literally saw on a, a Facebook post because I follow some of like the the police alerts, and there was literally one. I almost sent it to you, and it just said "garbage fire." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yep. my god!" Yep. Yep. And garbage fires make me think of Alex. That's how I define my life. Um, one of the great things about anime in general—not all anime are are this way—but the general rule is like general rule. 24 to 26 episodes is the run of an anime. Yep. Like yep. you've, you've watched what? It depends on the type of anime. Right. Right. You've watched uh long, like, cause, uh, full metal, full metal like 53 50, or yeah, something. 50 like something. It was not but long like, enough. I wanted, I more. would say 90% of anime follows right. that rule. Like shown in anime is usually the stuff that, that overruns that and, and runs long mm -hmm. because it's usually, I don't want to say slower paced, but it's usually like we have to get ready for this battle and then we're going to battle for like 10 episodes yeah. and then we have to get ready for this next battle and then battle for 10 episodes. That's very reductive, but but the structure is not incorrect. Right, right. But I mean, mm -hmm. I like Shonen mm -hmm. to a certain degree, but um, yeah, that's not, not for me. No, you, but like, no, but you want to watch Naruto. But Naruto has the characters that i love well see you're, you're assuming that these other shows don't have good characters right Ugh. like they do i'm just saying Some of them do. dragon ball is not for me dragon ball doesn't have great characters dragon ball is not for me uh, dragon ball z has uh pilaf no <laughs> yeah it does dragon ball z dragon ball pilaf is not in dragon ball dragon ball, z. ball has oh pilaf there we and go. dragon ball super has pilaf there we go Dra uh dragon ball z has garlic jr yes it does <laughs> who's basically pilaf is. this is not for me um i wish it was more if it was more about food uh, <laughs> i would be okay with but, it but i think like i think you should take chances on shows if they have short run times like it, it, if you yeah. hear from someone like you should watch this show and it's 24 episodes and you're like on the fence. I think you should give it a shot at least knowing it's like maybe 10 hours of investment eh. oh, total. A, a I wish I had 10 hours of time to invest in something. I just want to watch stuff that I know I'm going to like. A lot well, of those shows. But I know oh, I'm gonna know. Life is going to be hard for but you. I'm not going to know I'm going to like it until I watch it. I just like don't like at least this semester. I do not have time to do anything. Right. And I want to make sure if I do something like that, like with Full Metal, I can dedicate yeah. time I, to it. I, I wish I, sorry. sorry. No, no, no. I, I was like, I wish I could know that I'm going to like something before I watch <laughs> I it. I know. I didn't mean it like that, but <laughs> so, I'm just at a point where I'm like, I'm if I don't you. like this in like in 
in the first like 20 minutes like right. i don't want to watch it i don't have time for it i i usually give for tv shows i'll give it like three or four episodes yeah. before yeah. i'm like this isn't for yeah. me for movies i'll watch an entire movie and, and well, that's like one thing i'll, I'll one go like thing. 30 minutes in and be like this is the, the worst movie i've seen in yeah. the last like month but I'll be like, I'm going to watch the whole thing. Yeah, we just did that with the Full Metal movie. We're yeah, like, was... we have to finish it now. We started it. We have to finish it. That sucked. It there was so bad. Very few movies I would start and not finish. But shows, it's easy yeah. because well, it's, it's a more of a time investment. That makes sense. You were going to say something. Oh, just a minor thing. Like, uh, a lot of shows nowadays are, like, 13 episodes. Like, right. mm-hmm. the, a lot of the anime stuff. Well, so those are even, like, less so of an investment. that's not what I want either because then there's no character development. There's no story. It's just it feels a waste of my time. So... Anime, but the, I don't know that. The way sure. anime works in terms of release schedule is they have three seasons. I think it's three seasons. They yeah. call it they call it spring, summer, and winter. I think is what they call them. But basically, the way it works is um, they release thirteen episodes mm-hmm. at a time, thirteen or twelve, and that's how you get the twenty-four or twenty-six episode seasons because uh, they'll take a season off and yep. then release the second half. So like. Um, a show that I just started watching called Celeste, or Celeste, Jesus Christ, That's Carol, Carol and Tuesday. Carol. Um, I just watched the first twelve episodes of it because the second half hasn't aired yet. Yeah. Because that's it's in the fall, winter, whatever mm-hmm. the season is. It it doesn't come out until later this year, so it gets even easier if you start watching anime live. It gets even even easier to watch it because it's like oh. I'm going to watch 12 episodes yep. and then wait six months and yep. then watch 12 episodes, which is yeah. great. Um, which is super doable. I mean, we watch like Superstore. Obviously, like we haven't been in the schedule now where you are constantly at work and like with classes yeah. and everything. So yeah, it's going to be and taking and interesting going and, forward. Yeah, it's just a lot. It's only for a couple of years. So. Um, so anime. Anime. Anime is good. So, uh, speaking of anime movies that we all saw together, uh, we didn't see this movie together, but we all saw a movie. Um, a movie? Oh. We did. We did. So, last year, um, Alex and I and uh, our friends Judd and Scott went to friends go see... Podcast. Friends of the Podcast. This was two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Uh, it was like 2017. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we went to go see a movie called It Chapter One. Well, it was just called It, it. but then they added Chapter One. Yeah afterwards so chapter two uh finally released and it was a movie i agree alex how did you feel about (laughs) it chapter two i really liked it okay i will explain (laughs) what it chapter two is (laughs) so for those who don't know chicken tenders are delicious and moist um so it is a book by stephen king uh it it is a book by Stephen King, uh, and it is about uh, this group of children who live in this town called Derry, Maine, um, which is one of Stephen King's recurring locations. Right. And they, uh, the town is basically infested by this ancient evil that is, feeds on children, specifically their fear, and then kills them and eats them. Well, it doesn't feed on their fear. It, the children are tastier when they are filled with fear. Right. Ooh. That's Actor. why it scares them. I also tastier when I'm filled with fear. No comment. Um, Ew. I feel that's, uncomfortable. Uh, that that's also called chicken tenders. Uh, so, so what? the I don't know. So I'm very hungry. Um, so, Jen, where are you? Anyways, um, so it's about these kids who are dealing with this ancient evil, and they uh, 
fight it when they are children, and that is the first movie. And then the second movie is 27 years later, it has come back. And at the end of the first movie, they all make this pact uh, that once, if it ever comes back, they will all go back to Derry and they will fight it together. Um, and that is the premise of the second movie, where right. it is back now and they all have to remember their childhood, overcome their fears, and band together as a group in order to uh, stop this ancient evil. And Tiffany has a question. Yes, question. Why, if the if it is called Pennywise, and they refer to him as Pennywise, uh, do they? Okay, so that's a Why th- do uh, they call it it? it? Well, it... So Pennywise isn't actually it. Pennywise is a form that it takes a lot. Okay. Uh, it it okay. takes very often. It is its most common form because uh, uh, clowns in general are scary, are scary but they're also kids. happy to kids. So yeah. Yeah. it's a nice, like, happy medium yep. for it. Um, Pennywise, the dancing clown, is one of its main forms. It. it also has the leper. Um, oh, in, okay. in the See, movie, it ha- or in the book, it has a mummy and Frankenstein. Okay. It right. takes the form of things that kids are mostly scared of. Okay. Um, it's kind of like, um, is that a boggart? Yes, kind it of. kind of is. Yeah, yeah I think I said that last time. Yeah, yeah. it's a really it's, good it's description. It's like a boggart. J.K. Rowling just Stole ripped off it. I think oh, that's why. You know what? That's a good point. I hate J.K. Rowling. So do you hate this movie? No, 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 I love this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I've never, I am the person who has not read the book, and I, I right. never saw the original um, I think miniseries, Mr. so the, I don't know any, I have no context for you, any of this. You didn't miss anything. Oh. Miss no, I know, but I'm just saying, I have no context. The, the miniseries, I honestly think it did some things better than the movie. I but agree. now that we've seen the two of them together, specifically, um, so spoilers for the movie, kind of. Wait, are you um, jumping? Did you answer my question? What was your question? The thing about why it's it and not. I thought I did. Okay, yeah, I didn't it's, know if you it's finished. just a form that it takes. Okay. Yeah, okay. it it its actual true form is it's kind of amorphous. Okay. It's it's it is so the, dead the dead lights. Yeah, um, oh. those three floating yep. orbs are kind yep. of its yep. true form. Got it. Um, and it is able to manifest in your biggest fear. Got it. Okay. Uh, so there was a couple things that were missing from this movie that not didn't rub me the wrong way, but I was hoping they were going to be in here mm-hmm. specifically. Audra and Bill, Tom, Tom, Tom. Yep. Um, Audra is Bill's wife, and Tom is Beverly's husband. Right. Uh, they had very small roles in this, and they have they play more closely to their book counterpart in the original miniseries, mm-hmm. which I think thematically works better right. than what we got in this. Some of the the Losers Club's um, connections and storylines kind of fell flat for me right, in this movie. Right. Um, I feel like they weren't. It's not that they weren't developed. It's that they were developed across two movies and yeah. seeing them stand alone in this movie without the context of the first movie, like yep. cutting back and forth, really um, didn't land for me yep. in parts. It, this movie is going to be so goddamn amazing when they edit it all together. Right, right. It is going to be so fucking good. I think my biggest issue with the movie was, yeah, I, I agree that like I would have liked more... Having Tom come back and Mm -hmm. basically just become Bev's dad again and showing how, uh, like, it can turn people evil, like, like Mm -hmm. how it has control over the town. I liked that in the book, and I didn't quite get that. Like, it's shown in the beginning with the Adrian Mellon um, murder. But Which was brutal. Right. Oh, my God. That was the part of the movie where I was like, if the rest of the movie is like this, I'm going to have to leave. Um, I cried. I like I had tears down my face. I was like, I can't watch this. People 
online are really upset I'm, about that scene. Like, really? They, they think it's in poor taste. I'm, and I'm really like, upset about it. Oh, but, yeah. be, but because it's just so... I mean, well, it's not upset about it because it's in poor taste. Real. Well, but like, upset right. about it because it's real and people actually do that. Well, and that's why see, I was upset. People online are, are calling it like... They're calling uh, it homophobic? No, the, they're, the, they're saying it's like... Um, I don't even know how to phrase it. They're they're saying it's like uh, using like uh, hate crime as like a shorthand in, in a in a negative way. Like or like is like, it like when someone uses rape in a story? Like right? Like it's like, it's a, it, not a shorthand, it's, but it's like a it's a cheap tactic right, that, that cheap. is inappropriate. Cheap well, is and the, the first word. scene doesn't really have any. At least for me, it didn't read. It didn't have any connection to the overall movie well the the reason that it happens is the same reason that the the um george dying at the yeah, beginning yeah, of the yeah, first yeah, movie yeah. has to happen like yeah child murder's awful yeah but yep. we needed to have that inciting incident mm-hmm. to have the losers come back to town mm-hmm. so like adrian mellon that's just what happens mm-hmm. in in the book so in, in the book I, he dies before george does if i remember correctly i believe uh, that i believe the chapter with adrian I um, think I think it's earlier. I think so. I can't remember, honestly. I have the book down. So um, I should go get it. But I, my biggest issue with the movie, besides me wanting more of the book, which is really what it comes down to, what you're talking about. Yep. My biggest issue was the tone of the movie. It mm-hmm. it felt all over the place. It mm-hmm. felt very jarring to me how mm-hmm. quickly it would go from like. Horror, 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 let's laugh. Yeah. And like like um my my prime example is when Eddie goes down into the basement of the pharmacy Pin on and that. he finds his mother it's his mother tied to the tied to the gurney. Well this is when it, young and, Eddie, right? Well, it's like a flashback. It's, young a, it's Eddie a flashback yeah. and it flashes between and then when old Eddie or older Eddie confronts the leper and it throws up on him and it starts playing angel of the morning for yeah. like no reason three seconds for no and reason. for no reason I'm just like what the why the fuck did that happen I, I was watching the red letter media review of this and yep. they were talking about like but this potentially is a scene where in the edit they're like this doesn't work this right. is not scary it's over the top it looks fake it looks wrong right. so they tried to then crank up the comedy yep. in it um, which mm-hmm. they definitely did so. I, I there was it felt very no, Sam Raimi. That it, that was not what my pin was for. Right. But there was just that too much of that in the movie for me, where I just felt jarred by it, like pushing me mm-hmm. towards scary yeah. and me getting like ready for scary, and then it being like, "No, you're supposed to be laughing now." And I'm like, "What?" Another one. Speaking of Eddie, is when after he um, confronts Henry Bowers and he yep. stabs him, and he like as he he st- Eddie's just been stabbed in the, in the face. fucking face, and as he's leaving, he throws off a one liner. Yep. Mm-hmm. It uh, doesn't yep. work for me. So on that same note, I agree. The tone was weird. Um, the audience, the crowd we saw this movie with was fucking terrible. And I turned to you, or at the end of the movie, I was like, "This is why I don't go to the movies." Because Dwight's like, "Why you know, we should go to the movies more?" I don't like going to the movies. I hate going to the movies. And this is why I do not like seeing movies with other people. And especially this is going to make me sound like all high and mighty. I don't like going to the movies and seeing movies with the plebs, with the Mm -hmm. people who don't understand filmmaking, who don't understand story, who are there to just like watch something like at their come at their eyeballs for two hours and then go home and not think about it. Mm -hmm. I want to go to a movie or if I want to watch a movie at home, I want to, I mean, 
we watched just the Waterboy the other day. Like, I want to enjoy it. But if I'm watching, if I'm going to the movies, I want to enjoy something. I want to be able to think about it. I want to be able to process it. I want to, like, mm-hmm. talk about it after. Especially with a movie like It, which is such a good story. <laughs> yeah. It's, the yeah. story is so good. And so, like, things would happen. Every time Pennywise would appear on screen, people would laugh. And then right. laugh again when he opened his mouth to talk. Right. And I'm like, this is not funny. Right. And then... They were laughing at the things that are supposed to be funny. And at this point, I was annoyed. I was completely taken out of it Mm -hmm. because everyone was laughing. And I'm like, I want to be scared. I want to go into this and be like, this is scary. But also on that same note, adults, things happening to adults are not scary to me. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the fear that I felt, the tension I felt in the first movie was huge because they're kids. They have no idea what they're dealing with. And now as adults... This is why I think the edit is going to work really well because you have this completely different thing where now it's a horror movie with adults. Adults are dealing with this thing that they know exists and they, they've felt they've, they've dealt with it before. And that paired with the audience, like just didn't read and Mm -hmm. just a lot of things didn't read it, but I'm not making any other like, Ooh, I don't think it was bad. I don't think it, I think it was just, I saw it in the wrong context. Yeah. I, um, for we've talked about it twice now, so I just want to make it clear for anyone listening that doesn't know we like um, this movie. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, I even like this movie, so that's something that says something. Andy Machete, the director of the movie, has yeah. come oh, out yeah. and said that he wants to do a su- what he calls a supercut of the movie. I thought he was already working on it. Well, he needed to get um, permission uh, or a producer's buy-in to because he wants to film new scenes for seriously? it seriously yeah oh my god that makes me so <laughs> oh, goddamn yes. happy he needs producer oh, approval yes. to film new stuff for it but he's already started working on cu- intercutting dude you just got me so happy so, you don't so even know. he in in all the it chapter two press go, coming up to it he's been talking about uh, how he wants to do a quote-unquote supercut, which is what he calls it. Most people are just calling it a book cut. Ooh, I like that which too. Which is what are people? Yeah. Other people are calling it, where he cuts together both movies, adds in some of the deleted scenes from chapter one and chapter two, mm-hmm. and he's talking about like a four to six hour version of. It has to be more than four hours because right. these two movies together are, th- are this like movie- five five hours yeah. total. So he's talking about like a five to six hour version of the movie, yes, which um, will cut back and forth between the two timelines and be more like what uh, people who have read the book are used to. That's amazing. And I think everyone that I've talked to about it thinks that that is like going to be great because either you like both movies or you don't like Mm -hmm. you're not like. It Chapter 2 was the worst thing I've ever seen. I don't want to see it intercut with It Chapter 1 because I think that It Chapter 2, all, most of its faults will be enhanced by having the intercutting. Like, I feel like the tonal shifts won't be as bad mm-hmm. when it's happening way less frequently because we're intercutting mm-hmm. another two and a half hour movie with it, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, like, I feel like there's going to be a lot to like. There are some things that the, the cut won't fix, like... How missing Audra? How or, fucking useless Henry Bowers is? Yeah, the, in the in the second movie or sense. missing Audra, missing Tom. Yep. like that that can't be fixed. But the weird Mike was all weird in this movie. Mike's character in general is the worst handled between both of the movies. Yeah, they they took away his only good 
yep. quality in the first movie, yep. and they made him like an insane person in the second movie. Just, right. Yeah, that didn't read either. I was like, I don't understand. Well, I know. I, I remember I was telling you. Um, well, they that, gave his love of history and stuff to oh, Ben. Is that what you're talking about? In no, the, in no, the no. Movie, uh, um, to... In all the press leading up to this, or like when they were yeah, originally yeah. pitching part two, then they were like they. Were, were giving the character descriptions of everyone. Every single one about Mike had a thing where he was like, he became like a drug addict in between. Weird. Um, and so that did not, that's not in the movie, yeah. but I could see a drug addict like behavior in him right. in well, he's at times. up above the library. Yeah. He's so, getting into all this weird stuff with like the, the ancient cultures and stuff. And I, I, I know, I know. I know I'm fine with the Chud stuff. Like, I'm, I'm happy they had the Chud stuff in it. Uh, the Ritual of Chud in the book is uh, a, this, like, mystical um, ceremony that they have to do in order to uh, combat Pennywise. Oh, yeah, also uh, Mintone is not in this, or Mintuone, the, the big turtle. Turtle's not in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm moderately fine with that. It's, I'm totally fine with that. It would have been too much to, to add in. Yeah. <sighs> I, um, I would have liked the ending. I, I would have liked... We didn't talk about this, but I thought it when we were watching the movie. Mm -hmm. I wanted Derry to be destroyed, I've, like it, like it is in the, because yep. like basically in the books, it just like Derry floods and is yeah. just dead. Derry yeah. is hit by the biggest storm it has ever been hit with, and the entire main street and downtown is destroyed to the point right. where like sections of the the road collapse in yeah. on themselves. Yeah. Yep storefronts are completely demolished the town itself is starts to die because pennywise has been destroyed yep. and it's like such an integral part of Derry's fabric right. that the town can't survive without yep. him it's a very symbolic ending yep. Yep. and um in this one you know the house collapses <laughs> i was right. very disappointed right. when Derry itself did. i liked the symbiotic relationship of like pennywise and and Derry, and i liked yep. how it ended where it was just like they can't exist without each other, yes. so they both just... And the first movie kind of goes into that a little bit, where right. you see Pennywise's um, influence over the adults in the town right. and yeah, his influence in the town in general. Yep. I was going to say, that you don't get that. Like, you have that one other little girl, I think, that gets eaten. There's two children two. that do not die in the book that die in the movie. The but girl under never, the bleachers and yeah. the kid in the... the that whole amusement park part with Bill was less than thrilling for me. But right. it never felt... Like, it didn't feel the same as the first movie. Yep. And some of it's because they're adults and mm -hmm. they're not kind of under that. They're susceptible. They're not susceptible to it like they were in the first movie. But it just didn't feel like Pennywise had the same effect yep. over Derry. Like, mm -hmm. if you're going to say the hate crime at the beginning was like him coming back and what, like that right. didn't. The first movie, the adults were so fucked up. They were just yep. so yep. under the spell. And it doesn't read like that in in this part. I didn't think. I agree. Movie was good. It was good. okay, but it's yeah. not as good as the first one. No, I, not I, at all. I don't want to, and I know we do this all the time when we talk about a movie, and all we do is kind of rag on it. Right. I do want to say that I did like this movie a lot. I loved um, Bill Hader's performance was amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Jessica Chastain did very well all as the well. Cast like the casting the for the adults. The kid who played Eddie was like a, a mirror image, image of yeah. the kid. It was oh, yeah. so good. It was crazy. Like all the adult casting was great. Yep. Like Ben Glow Up. I was like, who is this <laughs> well, piece of man I, beefcake? So going into this, I didn't tell Tiffany anything about the plot. Yep. She she knew nothing. I knew and nothing. so I was really looking forward to seeing some of these little like 
that type of stuff like the yep. big changes that they go through as adults are happening and yep. afterwards she was like i was not expecting ben to be so wow i was like hey boy hey um yeah like the the casting was was casting phenomenal was it was absolutely phenomenal uh, some of the visual stuff at the end i really liked it kind of felt a little bit satoshi cone-esque um if we're going to talk like when um so when they're in the the caves with it and they're going oh, in between yep. yes. like they're going between yep. um horror set pieces basically yep. um I there's like a that. real blurring of like it was it felt very in i i know we've said this mm-hmm. between each other it felt very nightmare on elm street yes where like yep. we're gonna go through a door and now we're in some place different yeah and i think that the the movie itself kind of wore that influence on its sleeve because at the very mm-hmm. end there's a marquee that says nightmare on elm street part five yeah, yeah, yeah um so it i loved that that whole sequence that whole um chain of events mm-hmm. i liked i loved and i'm not going to spoil this but i i really liked what they did with richie's character the big change from the book um it was, I really liked it. R plus. Oh, no, 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 I understand. Do you not like it? I, I like it conceptually. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was earned in the movie the way I, the, to a degree that I would feel comfortable with. It felt like it just needed a little bit more to mm-hmm. feel like, mm-hmm. like it, 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 I'm not going to say it felt out of left field because I, I understood what they were doing. It just, just a little bit more commitment to it would have been nice I, you know I, th- I think you're right on that. i like i mm-hmm. i felt like it, it was almost a half measure to a certain degree and that's what makes me like i like it i like the idea of it but i didn't necessarily love the execution but they definitely they weren't ambiguous about it right, right, right. No. oh yeah no. I, I don't think they were ambiguous but i you understand what i'm saying right i yep. think so yeah. i do i'm cutting this movie a ton of slack because I'm thinking of all the things now that I didn't like about it. Like there were things like where characters moved really fast. Like it was like here we're in this restaurant. Now we're in this, we're all staying together. And now we're, there was like one scene where like, I think it was Bill and Mike. They were up in the, they were in Bill's for our ben, Mike's or Mike's. thing. And then like in the next scene, like other characters were talking and like, they walk in, like they were right next in the other room. There were things that felt like there were pieces missing. Mm-hmm. A lot of this movie felt like things were cut out of it, and I don't know. I and I don't know the source was. material, but it felt, huh? I said a whole, a whole other, other movie, movie was. But there were parts that felt like it was just rush, 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 and then by the time they got to like some of the stuff that's supposed to be scary, like it just it it never felt. I don't know, and I think it is because there's. I have this problem a lot with with second parts and third parts of movies anyway, where it's just like. You have this whole first movie that's really great. It's kind of like for me, Infinity War and Endgame, mm-hmm. where the first part is really great and then it doesn't necessarily stick the landing. It is so easy for a movie to have a good first part, it though. It is. Like, because it so doesn't hard. have to answer any of the questions. No, and it's so hard to wrap those up. I, I agree. That's how I feel about movies uh, in trilogies. That's how I yeah. feel about the second part. Yeah. Because the second part doesn't has, have to do anything, has right? No, nothing. nothing that it needs to do. The first part has to set up characters. The third part mm-hmm. has to finish. The middle, it's all- it can games. do whatever it wants. Mm-hmm. And it's always been my favorite because it has no strings. Yeah, and I, I think that bothers me. But I'm waiting to to say, like develop a full opinion on it until I can watch it either here or as part of the supercut, like yep. I, I wanna, I don't wanna be like, oh, I didn't like it, because if I really think about it, I don't, I didn't really, I didn't love it, but I think it has enough mm-hmm. good stuff, and if you are 
watching it with the first movie in mind, it's a lot stronger. It's as it's as a standalone movie, it is not very strong. You have to. I agree. You have to have that inner cut. I, I do agree. Like it does not stand on its own. No. You couldn't just watch no, this movie not. and get like a satisfying, no. complete mm-hmm. story out of it. And it's not meant to be. I agree. Um, the other thing, and uh, Tiffany, I know you and I both disagree on this. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie is two hours and thirty minutes long. Two hours and forty minutes long. It did not feel like that at all. It flew by the for me. Only reason it, it felt so fast when they were about to go into the. Um, into the, the sewers, I was like, are, you, are we already here? No, I want like two more hours of this movie. The, I agree with her. The <laughs> only reason, and I don't know, but the reason I think I felt that way is because the jump scares weren't getting to me because everybody was laughing. Everybody was laughing at every goddamn thing in this movie. So I was like, are we done yet? Why is this movie taking so long to do what it needs to do? Because I wasn't enjoying it. I wasn't in the movie. I was being constantly taken out of the movie by people laughing. Like it was, it was a really, really bad movie going experience. And I will not go see movies in the movie theater ever again. Well, not ever again. That's that's a a hard stance to take. I don't see movie. I probably, I mean, the fact that I I saw two movies in a month is like shocking because I I see two movies like a year. I think you need to go at less busy times. Less busy times and I need to see certain I, movies. I really thought the opening weekend, opening I, I mean I know opening night's Thursday now. I have a I whole know, issue with I that. Know. Um but I the, an opening Friday night crowd in theory should be the peak people who want to see this movie. There right. was people there with with Pennywise shirts on. I don't right. know if you saw them. Yep. But I also think part of this has to do with the massive success of the first movie and like the this might sound inappropriate but like the type of fan that it it cultivates it cultivates those like people who are like we're into horror because we like seeing people get get fucking killed and you know like the people like like, when you go to hot topic and you can buy pennywise socks and i'm like why or a pennywise makeup uh palette i was like what the fuck it's it's things like like that pennywise funko pop yeah who would have one of those i didn't buy it it He's was given so to me. But my the one that I have is way cuter. Yeah, you have the vinyl. Yeah. Oh yeah. You guys got that yeah. for me. It's so. <laughs> Those cute. are adorable. It's with it's Georgie's it's in that Georgie, too. Yeah. Georgie, yeah. Is Georgie missing the arm? No. No. It's no. He's, He's holding. holding the boat. He's holding the boat. Yeah. It's so cute. Yeah. But yeah, the crowds are uh, not good. I remember. Not good. <clears throat> I've had a few really bad theater experiences. Was this one of them? I I thought this was uh, I thought this was a very bad crowd. Like it, it definitely took me out of it. Um, probably not quite as hard as Tiffany because I was invested in the movie from from the fact that I I, I love the book. Really <laughs> tried and and I <clears throat> as one of my friends recently told me I don't think I like Stephen King, but I love this book. That's fair. That's um, fair. So I was super excited for the movie and I tried to stay invested in it, but people, people were laughing at awkward moments where I was just like, I don't think that was supposed to be funny. Like the Bev scene, like the scene from the trailer, people were right. hysterically people, laughing people at people it. People were cracking up. One. The one where the, the, the old woman, Mrs. Nesbitt's like oh, walking yeah, yeah, in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People um, were laughing and I was like, this is not funny at all. And it's not, it's not that it's scary either. Right. It's, it's unsettling. It's unsettling. So no. Yeah. Um, so that took me out of it often enough, and just the weird tonal shifts also, also like jarred me out of it. So I, I think it felt like its runtime. I think. Yeah. Okay. So you thought it felt shorter. She thought it felt longer. I thought it felt 
perfect. For me, it felt like I can't believe we're already here. Yeah. Like that, that was the, where my mind was. It didn't feel like I had been there for that long. I felt and, like I had been there for exactly the amount of time that I was there. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I, you know what this movie, um, I was talking to Tiffany about this. Uh, this movie felt like it was structured like Endgame. Um, so spoilers for Endgame. In the middle of Endgame, there's this big time travel segment, which mm-hmm. feels very specifically removed from like the first, uh, from yep. the first yep. half and the second, and uh, for the first part and, and all the, the last characters part. split up. And all the characters split Same up, which Endgame. more or less happens in yeah. this movie. It was, and yeah, it just, it was a very noticeable, like this movie has a clearly defined act yep. structure, yep. which makes me even more interested for the book cut and i think that's another thing that i didn't because i think i was super hyper aware i'm like okay now everybody's splitting up I'm like the whole point of what make the avengers great and what makes the losers club great is like when they're together right and that's theme that's I, know, metaphor, I know i know i know i know i know fuck i know it's metaphor and theme but it still doesn't make me want to watch a movie where everybody gets separated and has to go on their whatever well, their don't, journey don't watch kramer versus kramer um don't worry i won't it yep. chapter two we're done. I give a thumbs up to it. I give it a thumbs up. I'd give it a solid like six and a half out of ten. I give it thumbs in the middle because I want to actually watch it before I give my opinion about it. That makes it. sense. Cool. All right. So, Alex, um, yeah. I know we are kind of running low on time, but did you want to give us a quick uh, recap on how you feel about the newest uh, Gearbox exclusive yes. Borderlands Boo. 3? The- this will be real quick. Is it on? Um, it's not on Steam, right? Epic. It's, it's on e- Epic it's Games. It's an Epic exclusive. Yeah, everyone loves that. Nobody loves that. People people are like boycotting it because of that. And those people can go fuck themselves. Um, because I'm toxic. Uh, <laughs> I have no comment on that, but I do feel this is a very toxic environment right now. Um, so Borderlands Three came out uh, yesterday, September thirteenth. I was gonna say we're not doing timelines here. We have not given anyone any indication of a time frame. So I'm pretty sure we you, I'm pretty sure we brakes? told everybody that we're watching Paprika and getting chicken fingers after this. I can't wait. <laughs> Sorry, go. So um, Borderlands Three came out yesterday, September thirteenth. Um, it is the Borderlands Three. It is the latest installment in. It is the fourth installment. <laughs> it is the fourth, fifth game. Oh, if the, you're counting tales. If you count tales in the Borderlands series saga. Uh, saga. Which is um, made by Gearbox and released by 2K, except for Tales, which was made by um, Telltale. Telltale, who don't exist anymore. They do. They're back. Oh, they're back uh, in name only. Okay. So um, I, there's not really much to go into on this one. I don't really want to talk about the plot or much. But it, if you like Borderlands games, it's just more of that. It's the I feel the same way about Borderlands 3 as I felt about Borderlands 2 after having played Borderlands 1. So, like, the thing I really like about this series is you can... If you've played the games when they came out, you can tell the quality of life improvements going from one to the other and appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, it it stays the same at its core. The games are all just looter shooters with silly humor and like references everywhere to other pop culture shit. That's literally, you can say that about every Borderlands game, but each one, the only differences are a, the classes of the characters that you can play, which I think this one has easily the strongest skill trees and class, um, differences like diversity. There you go. Um, 
and um, just like all these quality of life, like uh, the fact that you can slide now is just, it's so Ooh. huge. The fact that you can like grab walls and climb up them, like vaulting, you, you can vault. Like you, if you jump at a wall and you hit the corner, you can vault over it. Cool. Which is great. I think they call it mantling in the game. Um, so like there's all these small quality of life improvements, being able to fast travel within a map instead of um, only being able to fast travel from map to map, like small things. So easy. And I love it. Like I've been having so much fun. I've probably invested 20 hours in the last 48 hours. Like I've probably wow. played, I've played a bunch and I'm, less than halfway through the game uh you play slow don't you yeah yeah wow. I, play, I play real slow i i like one that of was the a joke one of the rewarding things about borderlands is that they hide things everywhere there's there's always like hidden references and like in borderlands 2 it's like the steven spielberg movie ready player one there's yeah, easter eggs of, everywhere kind of that's um, cool because like like, that movie's about like video games that's awesome like in borderlands 2 they had a section that was a Minecraft section. Like you could. In Borderlands 2? In Borderlands 2. Minecraft was a thing when Borderlands 2 came out? Uh, 2012 was Borderlands 2. So. And Minecraft was like 2011, right? Yeah. Or so the, there's literally a section. It, it's, I think it was a DLC section. I can't remember. But you could, if you found it, you could mine blocks by just using your melee and then there would be creepers that would come out and you could shoot them. It That's was awesome. It was just like a nice little Easter egg. There was not much to it other than that. But like, that's what I love about Borderlands. It's the exploration. The it's a great looter shooter. It's great for like you. You can kill one boss like a hundred times just because you want to see what else they'll drop. I love, I've always loved the Borderlands series. I always will. Like anybody that likes the Borderlands games should be playing Borderlands 3 because it's amazing. Um, that's all I have to say. <laughs> Very cool. That, that sounds awesome. I'm glad you're liking it a lot. Thank you. I know I'm like not playing it. Yes. I, I wasn't you? listening. Oh, okay. To any of that. Very cool. I'm not surprised and um, I respect you for it. Yeah. Nice. I've been playing Fire Emblem. <laughs> Dimitri, uh, Fire, boy. Fire Emblem, um, oh, fuck, I don't even know the name of it. Three Houses. Three Houses? I was going to say like yeah, Fate yeah. of Two Houses, but One no. of them you're supposed to think is Slytherin at first, but they turn out to be the good guys. Really? I don't know. Somebody was trying to explain this game to me, and I was like, I don't understand. That's a good question. I don't think any of the houses have direct parallels to the Harry Potter okay. stuff, um, because uh, they're more based around the, the, the people who are in them. And right. there are people who are like clearly sleazeballs, but every house kind of has one of those, right, right. except for the blue lions, the superior house. Yeah. I picked blue lions. Um, I watched you stream it the first day it came out. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I have no idea what's going on. But this uh, newest. And so it's all about um, building up your army, creating uh, your characters, making them stronger in different areas, magic, uh, weapons. So and is it like tactics? Yes. Okay. It's very yeah, tactical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a turn-based uh, strategy turn -based game. Like, uh, so like Final Fantasy Tactics. Yes. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. yep, yep. Love that game. It's, uh, yes. It's very similar to that. It's actually like it, the original game came out in like 1991. The okay. series is very long yep. running. Um, it's one of the OG um, tactics games. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and so it's all about like you know getting attached to your units if this game has like permanent death so if somebody dies in the game they're gone yeah you cannot get them back i am playing with permanent death on but they have this like time travel mechanic that you can like make a lot stronger so if somebody dies i just rewind the time um there's a time travel mechanic okay yeah it's a weird thing um i might play it again at some point without that on a higher difficulty i'm only playing on normal in general like right now so um but so this game has over the past couple of games they've started adding more like dating sim stuff into it Mm -hmm. so you can like create relationships with your characters or between your characters and in some of the older games as they would do that um they would you know get like stronger bonds and you can eventually like marry people off and it was it was cute and this game is taking that to the next level because you're a teacher in this in this um school and you are you can go and explore the school and start like interacting with people on like a more personal basis as opposed to just like menu options so it's like you're exploring this place it's really really fun really cool can you date a student uh yes but you so spoiler alert for fire emblem there's a time skip where everybody leaves school oh okay and so you're not actually like being a teacher and you're the same age as all these people anyways because you're just like a super strong that doesn't matter i know it's you're not allowed to date a student if you're uh even if you're the same age as them. Even in medieval fantasy. Even uh, in medieval fantasy. Really? So yeah. if we went back in time to, yep. uh, you know, the, the 400s. Yep. Okay. Yep. Good to know. I know that's not medieval times, but whatever. <laughs> um, it's an awesome game. I, I really recommend it. Yep. Yeah, the story is a lot of fun. Um, it's on Nintendo Switch, and that's all I really have to say about it. I'm playing it. It's a long game. I'm really enjoying not game. playing it. Yeah, it makes sense. I just thought I'd say the same thing you said when I talked about Borderlands. That's fair. That, yeah. I'm also enjoying not playing it. Um, Tiffany, is there anything Do else you, anything you else wanted to you talk wanna... about? How's uh, marathon training going? It's bad. <laughs> Chicken tenders, guys. Chicken tenders. It's no, it's not bad. I um... <laughs> that, that, You just looked like like so defeated. You're just like, I hate it. This, I yeah. hate my. I hate what I'm doing to myself. It's just this week. This week the ra- the weather's kind of been meh. Yep. Um, this week was also so the plan I'm doing. I hate talking about this because I feel like people don't care. But you ask. I do. The, well, uh, we care. Yeah, We're going to listen when, when you talk about things that w- aren't directed oh, to, to us. <laughs> that was really That's toxic. toxic. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would agree <laughs> that, that that was pushing the boundaries of toxicity. I just also don't want to humble brag because I feel like. but like the, It's not humble I'm, bragging if the, somebody asked you. I'm okay. actually interested in so hearing about it. The training plan I'm doing is not a like crazy one. So it only do long runs every other week. Okay. So like last week we did 11. This week it's only four. And I, I don't like short runs. When did your training start? The first week of July. First week of July. Yeah. And so when's like the race? So I'm like in week uh, January. January. Yeah, and so where I'm, are you going? Disney World. <laughs> How excited are you? I'm so excited. Um, but I also did something weird to my knee, and I have this weird, like, tendon that's, like, snapping in the back of my knee, so mm-hmm. it's really fucking awful, so I haven't felt like moving any part of my body. You know what you should do to, to help that? Eat chicken tenders. I was going to say, every Thursday you should go bowling. I know. I've heard bowling's really bowling's good, for the, good for the knee. I've been going bowling every Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you good. don't bowl. <laughs> but I've been going you to bowling. Out. You just show up. 
a second time I dropped my phone. Um, I just show up and I distract people. Yeah. I'm very well, good at that. Now they change the whole bowling system so it's fucking weird and you don't have to do anything. You just roll the balls and then the computers do it all for you. It's um, the future, man. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. 2019. I don't know if I hate it or love it, but I'm, I hate it. I think I hate it. It takes all the, the, some of the fun of bowling is like sitting next to the other person and keeping score and kind of razzing yeah, the other yeah. team. If you have a good team, if you're bowling against people who are assholes, then I don't care. Yeah. Fuck you, Jeff. Not my friend, well, Jeff. Not your friend, Jeff. It, I love your friend, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes it so much less interactive. Like, it doesn't feel like a league anymore. It feels like we're all just dicking around bowling. Right. It feels it feels less... We're less pitted against the other team. Yeah. So we just socialize within ourselves yeah. now. Yeah. Instead of, like, being able to, like you said, sit, sit next yeah. to someone and be like, oh, how, how's it going? Uh, you're bowling like shit. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> so it, it's not been too bad because, like, we know at this point, we know a lot of right. people... But when we bowl against those teams that we don't know that right, are new, new it's going to be so fucking yep. awkward because yep. it's like, oh, uh, why do I? There's nothing that's making me sit next to somebody and shoot the shit with them for five minutes. Well, there's, maybe maybe when they get the permanent seats in, maybe that maybe, will change. I, I don't. I, I don't think it will. No, I don't know. I think it's they there. ruined bowling and uh, <laughs> we're quitting forever. No, I like bowling. Um, Same. I had a great week last week. I didn't. You did not. I suck at bowling. I, I'm no longer good. I, I've just accepted that. Bonnie is, I think, coming up. Yep. Bonnie's the up Bonnie's, Bonnie's going to uh, dethrone me as number two. And then s- eventually Jen will dethrone me and I'll be the worst <laughs> on the team. And I'll quit. Am I the best on the team now? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't the worst on the team when I quit. Well, uh, You and Mexico were kind of. Mexico, we were, Mexico we were was on the rise up and you would yeah. have really good days and really bad days and you would get really upset. I and think you guys were pretty even. You would just leave. Yeah. You guys that's were pretty. Why I left. That's why I stopped playing. You guys were pretty even. Alex was great and I was kind of in the middle. I was great. You were. At one was. point in time, I was good at bowling. And now I've kind of had my come up. And Alex's head has come down. I suck. And you even took a year off. And I would imagine that the year off would have, you know, reset your skills. Nope. Nope. It's not how it works. It's okay. You're number one in my heart. I feel like that should be Dwight. No, it's Spencer. Oh, it right. Let's be real. Okay. So Spencer, then me. No, Spencer, then chicken tenders. Oh, yeah. Chicken tenders are number one right now. Numero uno. So do we have anything else to talk about or... <sighs> Okay. Is so, this the podcast? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> guys, I saw The Matrix in theaters. Holy shit, was that any good? Yeah. That's awesome. I haven't seen it The was, Matrix since I it was, was like so good. 13. Uh, uh, first weekend in September, question mark, was my brother's wedding. And yeah. we went down to Tennessee. It was really nice. Who the fuck cares about the wedding? We, uh, all the guys on Saturday at noon, we were like, yep. Matrix 20th anniversaries in theaters. We're all going to go see that. So we went to this theater that wasn't that far. We all like took an Uber. We went and we saw the Matrix. It's my brother's favorite movie, which is like, it just worked out that we were going and it was amazing. We saw it in the Dolby theater with like the super loud rumbles and like the super big screen. And it was just, it was fucking awesome. And the Matrix is awesome. And anybody that doesn't like the Matrix can go straight to hell. Why did you look at me when you he said that? Because you don't like the Matrix. I only watched it once when I was like thirteen. I haven't seen it. It's since. great. I think I don't think I understood it as a middle school kid. I think the 
the existential questions behind it are really what makes it like timeless. I also think that uh, it's been recontextualized right. um, in recent years in a really interesting and cool way. Yep. I think it's amazing. Um, I would tell you to go see it in theaters, but it's not in theaters anymore. Ooh. So fuck me, right? There's going to be a sequel next next year, two years from now. Yeah, they're, they're they, shooting or they're making one. They're n- making one. Which I don't know how I feel. Yeah, whatever. It'll be interesting. Everyone died. I don't know how to feel. So um, speaking of feelings, uh, it's about time to wrap this up. Yeah. Um, I don't know when we'll be able to do this again. Uh, hopefully soon. I, I would like to do this uh, more. Uh, is what I'm trying to get at. Uh, I We're gonna don't, try. Yeah, I, I don't so know right now. where we have or what we have on the docket for um, upcoming topics. Uh, obviously, we kind of just deal with things as they come. But Spooky I think stuff. we were talking about for the 50th, we want to do uh, top five favorite TV shows. <laughs> top so is too crazy. if anybody yep. else who is listening, uh, I know the last time we did a top uh, episode, we solicited uh, lists. Yep. So if, if anyone out there is listening and they want to send in uh, their top five uh, TV shows, uh, you can email us at norefundspodcast at gmail.com. We did not get any emails this week. Uh, this summer um so we didn't respond or we didn't read those today obviously um i also think that we're probably going to do another round of spooky stuff yes yeah, spooktober yes, um please. yeah we're going to do something like that uh i know i've got a couple movies picked out um alex i don't know if you i don't know I the format that we want to do if we want to do three new three old like we did before are there going to be movies that I can watch because I usually don't watch most of them well, because we're gonna, they're too scary. We're, we're definitely watching Castle Freak, which is uh, the final in the oh, Barbara, that's the Barbara yep. Crampton. In yep. the yeah. Barbara Crampton, Stuart Gordon um, trilogy. Is it better or worse than From Beyond? I believe it's much worse. I think it's actually collectively the the worst out of them. Um, I'm but, so excited. But From it, Beyond but, was so weird. I love From so Beyond. I liked up. it with penis brains. There was like a sex room, wasn't yeah, I wish there? Yeah, that yep. was what I was thinking about too. Like, that's my brain went also. I'm like, there was a sex room in that movie. From Beyond is awesome. I need to rewatch it. I've been rewatching the Chucky movies. Yeah. Um, Have you movies? seen a Chucky movie before? Yeah. Oh, really? I've seen a lot of them. Can oh you God, explain Brian to Chucky me how these work? Uh, so there's a killer doll. Okay. So uh, this has been an episode of No Refunds. I'd like to thank. I'm still talking about <laughs> things. Okay. All right. So um, thank you for listening. No, no, uh, no, no. I, I was just joking. I know you were, but now I'm I'm not joking anymore. I we gotta go get the chicken. I need some chicky chicky tendy oh, tendy. Uh, that's probably gonna be a wait. We should yeah, probably, that's uh, not a good reason. Okay. So um, this has been an episode of No Refunds. Thank you very much wait, for is listening. Is that how we're wrapping this up? I don't know. How else you want to wrap it? Are up? we in the podcast? Chicken tendies. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Peace them out. Continue. Um, <laughs> I like we to are fuck still, with you at the ending. I know. We are still going to do the recap, so look forward to that in the future. Next yeah. summer. Draft recap. We're going to do the 50th, draft recap. 50th. And then Spookies, probably, probably spooked over. Yeah. And then we got to get Billy in here at some point, and uh, he, I yeah. know he wants yep. to be on it, or you want him to be on it, or I something like, Billy. like that. Billy's We're getting well, Billy like, in we, it and on it. We wanted to have Billy and Derek on at some point this summer. Well, we had zero episodes this summer, <laughs> yeah. so unfortunately. We had two episodes this summer. Also, Derek's having another BB. I know. Good job, Derek. He, Congratulations. BB has not been born yet, as last I checked. Their, um, Melissa's due date was 9-11, so. In that past. So. And that's it was last week, so no BB yet. Hopefully everything's Exciting. okay. 
Alrighty, everybody. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode of No Refunds. Uh, I've been Dwight. That's Tiffany. That's Alex. Um, you can email us at norefundspodcast at gmail.com. We have a website, norefundspodcast.com. Alex streams on Alex Dinosaur at Twitch. Uh, I occasionally stream at No Refunds Podcast on Twitch. Um, I usually talk over your stream on Twitch. Tiffany's I usually agree. there, which is adorable and fun. Um, thank you. And Tiffany's we don't have, and, fun. and we, she is, we don't have any other, oh, we have a Facebook. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. We don't have any other social media that we ever use regularly. Um, Accurate. Okay. So, <laughs> bye. 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 Chicken tendies. Chicken tendies. Chicken tendies. Chicken tendies. Yeah. Ladies. Lates. <laughs>